Test. 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 I'm not even going to stop it to see if it's working. Test. It looks like it's working. It looks like it's working. Bum, ba, dum, ba, dum. Ba, dum, bum. Ba, da, ba, ba. Da, 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 ba, 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 da, ba, 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 dum. Are you done? Ba, da, ba, ba. Do, 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 do. The girl got experience. Yeah, I could be like going through a hard time or something. You could. I show. You could be going through a hard time. Every fucking week. Even you. Every week I show up to your house. We start recording and you don't even fucking ask me how I am. You just start doing your gay ass songs. I could be having the worst day of my fucking life and you wouldn't even know. You'd be singing your fucking songs. And when I kill myself, I hope you remember that. I hope you know that if you just sat that back for a listen. I wish we had a soundboard so just, I could hit like a gun sound effect right now. I'm glad we don't have that. Which and we, you, could, you we cannot, cannot put it in post. We cannot be trusted and, with a soundboard, unfortunately. But I just want to say that if you just sat back for a listen for once. Yeah. If you just sat your little butt down. Mm-hmm. Your tiny, tiny little butt. Your basically non-existent butt that means it's, that it means you don't have any serotonin stored down there. Mm. But if you just sat it back down and gave her a good listen, mm-hmm. you could see if you really listen hard that I am asking you how you are. I am telling you I love you. I am telling you to keep going. I am telling you that so many people in this world care about you. And what you do, and I'm doing it through my music, right? Like do to put to put do to do do because if you slow that down, if you slow it down, what does that mean? What does that come down to you? Hmm? It comes down to you. Which is this part of a secret language for me and my mafia, which means mental health is important. I love you. How are you doing? And if you were a part of my mafia, then you would know that secret language. You would know that we do it in song really fast. And you, you wouldn't be so depressed and you would actually have friends and shit more than just me. And... Um, so guess, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, you gotta sit down, slow down, chap, and listen to the, ooh, listen to the music, and if you don't do that, well, nobody's gonna care if you kill yourself. Notice how the whole time you were talking, I didn't say anything. Just notice that. Just no. Are you saying? Just notice. Hey, stop. Are you saying that I talk over you a lot? All I'm saying. All you're saying is what? Is that I think you think. I think it would benefit us to get a little more comfortable on the show with dead air. I. I'm not, but I'm harmonizing. Let's, let's no, I no, think, I've taken the liberty of signing I've you up. I've taken the liberty of signing you up. 
for a choir. Uh, what's the choir? I'm already part of a choir. I'm part of my mafia choir. It's a men's choir, but I think that this could be the setup for like a fun, quirky kind of thing. Kind of like Juana Man, but with a white trans woman. Kind of like Joan, what? Juana Man. I don't... Who is that? Have you never seen the movie Juana Man? No. Really? No, what is that? I think that's probably why you transitioned earlier than me. Um, <laughs> it's um, it's a movie... That? How do you spell it? J- I think it's J-U-W-A-N-N-A space man. Oh, I found it. And it's about... 2002. Okay, so this, this came out... This basketball player who gets like a DUI or something and this then gets out thrown 10... out of his team and then joins the WNBA came in out, drag. It came out 10 years before I was born. So it came out 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. Two, no, 2000, born, 2002. Like, it came out in 2002. Because of your naivete about the world. Joanna Man is a 2002 American romantic comedy drama film directed by Jesse Vaughn, written by Bradley Allenstein, produced by Bill Gerber, starring Miguel A. Nunez Jr., Vivica A. Fox, Kevin Pollack, Tommy Davidson, Kim Wayans, Genuine, and, and Lil' Kim. It tells the tale of. A, I didn't realize genuine was in it. It tells the tale of a basketball star becoming a female impersonator, and joining women's basketball after being suspended from men's basketball. Wait, this sounds like the best movie of all time. We actually got Juana Man. Uh, well, we got a, a Juana Man in my mafia. Wait, this is so sick. I love the clarification between like cross-dresser and female impersonator. Mm-hmm. He's not cross-dressing, guys. It's not gay. He's impersonating mm-hmm. a woman to do his art. It's That's like, what our Juana Man in my like mafia Ms. says, it's like, too. It's like Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, our Juana Man says that he only impersonates a woman... For mafia stuff. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm not really listening to you. I'm kind of reading about this. It's cool that in Mrs. Doubtfire, they make him play like... Like, he has to be an old woman so that mm-hmm. it's not gay. Because mm-hmm. if you become like a, you know, queened up yeah. girl, then it, that's gay. That's drag. But if you become an old woman, that's not gay. It's actually super straight. I wish in Mrs. Doubtfire that there would have been a romance more between Mrs. Doubtfire and Sally Field's character. That would have been ex. that like, would have been really excellent if there like was a genuine, sensual, genuine yeah. romantic tension between mm-hmm. them as Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. that would have been so good. Oh, I haven't cleaned out the the basement down there for a minute, Sally. I don't know what her character is called, but like. I'm trying to do Robin Williams. I mean, we really got robbed. We really got. You know, there's a lot of reasons that it's sad that Robin Williams is dead. Yeah. But maybe the biggest one is we didn't get a Mrs. Doubtfire sequel. Where we got to see what it would be like. Well, that's Mrs. why they, they call him Robin We're, Williams because he was robbing us of a Mrs. Doubtfire sequel. <laughs> and he robbed us of the chance to witness what it would sound and look like for Mrs. Doubtfire to have an orgasm. Right. Which would probably be something in the realm of like. Right. And her like pants. Or her. her Skirt would be going up and down and up and down. Because he'd be faking it. 
She's wearing clothes when she's having an orgasm. <laughs> I think she's wearing a skirt still. Probably getting eaten out by the dog. <laughs> it would be like a crazy like she's making probably the plot of if I had to guess the plot of a Mrs. Doubtfire sequel. Yeah. It would be that the non-Mrs. Doubtfire version of Mrs. Doubtfire that's just the guy. So Robin Williams. Robin Williams. But the character. Whatever his name is. Is off the wagon again. Okay. Oh, is he sober in the movie? In the... Yeah. In the... That movie... I don't remember the... My... It hit me a lot. For, I mean, my dad and Robin Williams are really similar in my mind. And because I knew, I knew from a very young age that Robin Williams had... Like addiction issues. When's your next therapy session? <laughs> Can this wait? <laughs> it's not until Wednesday, so. And we're recording this on a Thursday, so it's pretty much as long as. It's almost as long away as possible. The Grace Grace can't envision more than six days into the future. <laughs> well, I mean, at a like, time. I've I, seen her. She gets a nosebleed. I go if, to, I, if you try to make plans for next month, she gets such a bad migraine. She can't get out of bed <laughs> for two days. It's terrible. <coughs> well, no. For, Don't I have even a, mention next year to her because you will ruin uh, her uh, life. Uh, 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 uh. I have a specific issue where, like, I'm really good at making plans for, like, six months from now or a year hmm. in my head like like rough plans sure so far out that you don't even have to actually conceptualize <laughs> yeah. them yeah. i didn't realize we were actually going on tour until like a day before yeah because <laughs> i had to compartmentalize it in right. my head right i i didn't pack until like maybe an hour or two i don't know if you packed at all well I was helped. I, an ex helped me pack. You forgot. In March, I think you forgot like a ton of stuff. Yeah, I did. I didn't really bring any warm clothes and I had to go shopping a few times. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, we got to I New mean, York and we were there for like a week before we really yeah, went on the road. It was and cold. you were like, I didn't bring any warm clothes. It was actually cold for most of the tour. Yeah. Was, I, I did bring a jacket. Okay. So that's kind of. A point in my... So that's great. Point for me. Point for Grace. Well, I was sweating a lot because I was doing a lot of drugs. So that kind of kept me warm. When you... And when... Actually, when you look at a little bag of Coke... You know hand warmers? Mm-hmm. Coke is kind of like a little hand warmer bag, except that you take... You snort. Mm. And, and then it keeps you warm from the inside. Because mm -hmm. your heart's pumping so much. Um, so when you think of it that way, I was keeping warm through unconventional methods. What were but you no, saying about Mrs. Doubtfire and, and your dad? Oh, I mean... Your dad also dressed like a woman, and that's why you do? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for saying how I dress like a woman. <laughs> um, well, I guess, like, no, I mean, it's... So, my dad, um... I had to like watch me supervised like by a social mm -hmm. worker mm -hmm. like like um robin williams character has to you and i don't think i'd you seen... remember a lot more about the plot of mrs doubtfire than i do 
Well, when I watch movies, I watch them. I'm not on freaking TikTok looking at hot girls telling me what what codependence is. Like you, when we watch when we watch movies together, I don't think you've seen more than ten minutes of Tenant. Of Tenant? Yeah, because you've just focused on your phone because these big titty girls talking well, to you about psychotherapy. Here's the thing with Tenant: if you're smart, you can watch <laughs> the first ten minutes forward and then in reverse, and you get the entire movie basically. <laughs> so you've seen twenty minutes of Tenant. Basically, the full thing. Yeah, <laughs> but I it was really cool to me. It felt like, I mean, I was very ashamed of uh, that, that I had, my dad had to, um, as I got older, I was very ashamed that my dad had to have a social worker watching and then had to have my uncle there. And then when he, when it got to long enough that he could just hang out with me one-on-one, he immediately fucked it up because he bought a car and he didn't have a license and wow and started driving me around places and then expected like seven year old me to keep that under wraps. Sure. I immediately was like, I did keep it under wraps that he had a car, like kind of, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we went to McDonald's and my mom was like, how did you get to McDonald's? And I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> did you take the bus? And I was like, no, we didn't have to take the bus, but I was seven, you know? Um, so I blew up his spot real quick. You know, if you have a gun, you can make the bus driver go through the drive-thru for you. If you have a gun, you can make... If you had a gun, that's what you would do it, use it for? No, but you could. That's true. You know? Uh, why don't we ever see... On the news, more fun gun gun crimes. You know, gun crimes that are just like kind of goofy. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. You know, that's what I'm talking. Why? Like you- some guy at a Magic the Gathering tournament winning because he just has his gun out on the table the whole time. <laughs> right. Why? Why are you shooting up a school? That's so boring. <clears throat> and it's been done. Yeah, you could get to the front of the it's line been, at every ride at Universal. It's been done a hundred times. <laughs> there's so many things. You, if you, especially with an assault rifle, right. you could. That's like a golden ticket to totally. do pretty much whatever you want. Absolutely. Until you fire the thing, then yeah, people are you, going if home. If you haven't fired it, you haven't done anything wrong. That's true. Legally speaking, yeah. as long as you don't fire it, you know. Whenever there's like a. Uh, pictures or video like video on the news or whatever of um wow talking about a real news thing because we are the top news comedy pre-recorded news comedy podcast yeah we are america's favorite pre-taped comedy when like gun rights activists do uh when they uh open carry like a bunch of assault rifles you know guys will just i'm like Wow, you look so goofy. Like, in like a, almost a fun way. Like, wow, you're like really covered head to toe. You're like a little commando, you know? Like, if so, if I was like working at an ice cream shop and a guy came in with an assault rifle strapped to his back, I would give him free ice cream in part because I was scared, but in part because I was like, look at you in your little suit. I know, that's really, you know? That's really funny. Like, like a, like... A, an adult man covered in guns to me is the same as like a little kid in like a little bow tie and and, and nice clothes. Right. You're like, wow, you right. really got spiffy to come out today. Right. 
But yeah. so basically, uh, and also the other cool thing I thought about Mrs. Doubtfire was that Robin Williams' character might, like, it was cool that he was, like, had addiction issues, but also wasn't threatening to kill my mom. Um, or like, I just saw, I guess like, weirdly, I think it made me think like... Well, uh, in the, in the parlance of the time, dressing up in women's <laughs> clothes is an implicit threat. To women. To women. To all women. To all women around And my you. mom is one of all women. So in fact... So by dressing in drag... Yes. Robin Williams was threatening my mother. Right. Yes. Wow. Shame on you, Mr. Williams. Did you did you hear sorry, is that everything? Well, I was just gonna say that like it made me think like, oh, there's a version of my dad that's still an alcoholic that isn't as bad as this. Like it wasn't like so much like this guy is better than my dad. Sure. It was like, oh, you can be an alcoholic and also have a fanciful tale of Gender swapped love. Sure. You know? <laughs> like, if it feel, I was like, does my dad know that he could just be goofy? Right. I think that's actually heartbreaking when you realize that, oh, no, my parents actually just suck. It's not just the drinking or whatever. Oh, but that's not really that what, not I'm what you're saying. saying? Okay. I'm saying that, like, I feel like. Yes, he sucks. My dad did a lot of things that sucked, and in a lot of points in my life sucked. Yeah. But seeing something like Mrs. Doubtfire, it's like, oh, maybe he didn't have to suck forever. Maybe things could be better, you know? Like, and I think that is how I think about the world. Yeah, I think things can get better. And Mrs. Doubtfire is a movie about things getting better. What about uh, Mixed Doubtfire? <laughs> and Robin Williams becomes, it's like a non-binary yeah, babysitter. Yeah, and and so the whole the whole movie is is the mixed outfire character basically chastising everyone for getting their pronouns <laughs> wrong constantly. Um and they actually end up alienating their whole family even even more than <laughs> to begin with because all they're doing is 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 just being like how, how dare you? How dare you? Do I look like a man to you? Do I... Do, let me... Bre- gender is a construct. Okay? It would be really funny if, like, the family reveals, like, yes, we know it's you. We just thought you were non-binary now. Like, Wait, that's actually also... That's but that actually, is essentially the Arrested Development joke. Oh, yeah. What's that? In Miss Doubtfire, they don't know it's him the whole time, right? No, they, they don't. don't. That, that actually would Tobias be... Yeah. Dresses up. Oh, right, right. Holes of Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Because yeah. that, well, that would be really funny. Mrs. Doubtfire but where, there's, yeah. There's not the recognition of... Tra- if... if if Because if, if it was just like the family was trying in good faith to be like, oh, dad isn't dad anymore. Dad's on binary. Yeah. <laughs> like, but... Um, that would be pretty funny. That's really funny. Okay, can I bring up a more pressing issue? Yeah. Uh, young Sheldon is getting canned after seven seasons. Whoa, where'd you read that? We go live to Grace Freud. I was supposed to be in season eight. What the fuck? Who are you supposed to be? 
I was going to play a young version of Penny. <laughs> the, oh, you you were gonna you were gonna Kaylee Quokos. Um, Kaylee Quokos. <laughs> you were cast to play a, kid. a young version of Penny. Kaylee Quokos. You were cast to play a young kid. <laughs> Who and and whose idea was that? Not a young kid, like seventeen. <laughs> So oh, they, I mean a kid, they but cast like you to play seventeen, like a high school there, yeah. And my so basically the storyline is Penny <laughs> yeah, used yeah, to what's be the storyline there. Forget Penny used to be really fat and have a penis. So <clears throat> and also like at the end of it, it was going to be like a memento situation because which part a yeah. double memento. Just amnesia. What's that mean? Just amnesia. (laughs) Just full on amnesia. Young Sheldon and Penny were going to have a really intimate relationship and lose their virginities to each other. Mm. (laughs) And um, but it goes really bad, right? It goes really bad. (laughs) Yeah. So young Sheldon constructs a device to erase. It's an eternal sunshine machine. And in the universe of Young Sheldon, Jim Jarmusch is passing through town uh-huh. and witnesses it. And that gets him the idea for eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Wow. And, and, and the machine, though, in Young Sheldon, in addition to removing memories, <laughs> removes my penis and, and all of the excess fat. From me, or from Penny, right? And so, how the series was supposed to end, supposed to just have one more season. Uh-huh. Penny, me comes in. So, we go into the Eternal Sunshine machine, right? Yeah. And Sheldon comes out. He's autistic now and he sucks. <laughs> Didn't he always? No, Wasn't now always? that's the big question of oh. young Sheldon. Like, oh. when does the autism hit? <laughs> like throughout the whole series, it's like he's suave, he's charming, you know. He's suave. He's suave. He's charming. Okay. Um, and like, uh, and then all of a sudden, the autism hits because of the Eternal Sunshine machine. Yeah. And so I go into the Eternal Sunshine machine, playing. Young Penny, right? Mm-hmm. I who comes out? Kaylee Cuoco, <laughs> digitally through AI, CGI, <laughs> CGAI, um, computer generated artificial intelligence. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's not computer generated. It's like sometimes the nature does it, <laughs> but through CGAI, yeah, she's de-aged to seventeen. And you're wondering, why didn't they do the whole why, thing? Why did they just because do the- they needed someone fat with a penis. <laughs> For the story. For the story. Um, what if you used an eternal... I, what if a straight, straight guy had sex with a trans woman and felt really ashamed of it and used the eternal sunshine machine to remove the memories of the penis? <laughs> just the so penis. in his memory, he had sex with a beautiful and cis woman. And keeps dating her? Yeah. <laughs> so, every, time, every morning. Every time yeah. they have sex, yeah, he has to go into the machine and remove the memory of the night before. But so basically... This was going to be my big break, right? We've shot... By the way, all of season eight is shot. 
So it's oh, really? cr- all of it's shot. <laughs> they shot a oh, that maybe is why they canned it. Maybe they showed but, the No, <laughs> the reason why they canned it they was canned, okay. they thought that the budget to de-age Kaylee Cuoco to 17 yeah. would be roughly the same amount that they spent on de-aging Robert De Niro and the Irishman. So about 150 mil. They spent the whole 150 <gasps> mil. She still looks a solid 19. <laughs> oh, it was close, though. It was close, but not quite. So, so the studio... Um... The studio said we're not spending a penny more, and the creators, and I have to, the Daniels, <laughs> you created Young Sheldon. <laughs> the Daniels created the Young Sheldon. The Daniels Sheldon. created Young Sheldon. Okay. Um, Chuck Lorris, that's, they're his sons. Oh, okay. So he gave them Young Sheldon. What's the Daniels deal? They're gay together? One of them, maybe? And he they're not pro- gay together. Has, oh, one of them has unrequited love. It's... I mean, it's very possible. And their brothers? I think one no, of them. No, they just have the same last name. I don't think they even have first the same. Name. They have the they're same. They're both. Their first name is, is Daniel. Daniel. So they're the Daniels. So the Daniels created Young Sheldon, and if you've seen everything everywhere, all at once, you know they have a bad track record for studio interference. They let the studio interfere so much. It was the studio's idea to do all the time travel <laughs> timeline mm-hmm. stuff. Yes. Originally, their movie was just about uh, the, a rock. It was, it was about it was a, the one shot about, of the rock. It was about a laundromat. Oh, the la- actually. And the laundromat. The rock stuff was there, but it was a student film made by um, the daughter. Oh. Um, about what it's like to sure i actually haven't seen that movie what it's like to i'm kind of just going off the image under capitalism right so but basically so it was supposed to just be this melodrama about this laundromat yeah and all of the kooky characters that and they're all cheating on each other with each other right but (laughs) that's what it was supposed to be about what Basically, it was a sex romp and a sexual sexy romp. Okay. Right? Yeah. And in their idea, you know, there's the googly eyes, a big part of it. Sure. The yeah. movie. And they the get. The movie s- is actually based on. They do that. Eyes. The, in the movie, it's, it's like. an adaptation the, of googly the, eyes. Go- <laughs> it, it was, okay. <laughs> Here's the thing it wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. But then the studio got the brands involved. <laughs> oh. And the brands did not want... It was the Googly Eye movie. The brands They're did not... The craft cinematic The universe. brands did not want Michelle Yao... They're doing the Michael's Putting a little Googly Eye on her universe. clit. Oh, yeah. In the climactic sequence. Sure. So, that got... It got family-friendly. They added some sci-fi bullshit. Yeah. So, basically, the Daniels are coming off of... Greta Gerwig's next movie, the Popsicle Stick movie. <laughs> The Daniels are coming... The second movie in the Michael's Craft cinematic universe. <laughs> Popsicle Sticks, the movie. But uh, I, I guess what I'm saying is I get where they're coming from because the Daniels are coming off of this movie that was butchered by the studios. Yeah. Butchered yeah. by it. They even got the guy from Indiana Jones and they put him in it. And, and like it's like, okay, check please. You don't need to put this big Hollywood actor in here. Right. It's already a great cast. Right. You know? 
And I don't even know why Harrison Ford they got him to right. To I think it was Harrison Ford I from think Indiana it was Jones Harrison Ford, to play yeah. Michelle Yeoh's husband. Yeah, and he's supposed to be Chinese. Right, and that's fucked. But point being, it is a little. I did raise some flags for me. Yeah, point being, so young Sheldon is totally theirs. Yeah, it's their creative animal, right? Yeah, they have had total creative control. Of young Sheldon from season one, episode one, except for when their dad Chuck Lore sometimes steps in. Right. But when Chuck steps in, it's for a reason. So, but so basically, it comes down. This is the final scene. The final shot was going to be Kaylee Cuoco stepping out of the machine. Yes, and and this was going to then lead into a new series <laughs> called Young Adult Penny. Um, but and she's seventeen. Wow, here's the crazy thing. <laughs> Young adult Penny? She was going to be 19. <laughs> it was going to be a two-year age jump, and she was going to be in college. But, so, basically, the studio is begging. They're saying, so we already age-regressed her down to... Are we CGI? Age-regressed we CGI? We CGI? We CGI her... Down to nineteen, isn't that not enough? We just say that seventeen, she look, and then she'll look this, but she'll look the same pretty much, right? In young adult Penny. I mean, they already had you playing seventeen. <laughs> they already had, they already had twenty twenty nine playing seventeen. You're laughing, you're chuckling. So why couldn't they have you're nineteen laughing, play you're seventeen? You're laughing, you're chuckling, but test audience bought it. Uh, but point being, pretty much... Right, no, I'm saying they bought it, so why couldn't they also buy 19 they for did. 17? They didn't buy that, is the thing, yeah. Everyone, everyone kept the watching test, it and saying... The test, she, she just looks she's, 19, she, just looks 19 she does not look I really 17. Hard, I have a really hard time believing she's this 17. This so-called 17-year-old looks 19. I have a hard time believing she's 17 for in the one shot she's in of the entire season. The final okay, shot. Okay, can I say one thing? Yeah. It's a really nice shot. Okay. It's well lit. You can really sure. like it's one shot, but I'm not you sure can what really you're implying. It. She's supposed to be 17, so it can't be like anything. And the crazy weird. thing is, yeah. Like, think about how powerful. So this here's is. an ethical dilemma: you take a 35 year old woman and you CGI DH her. You CGI to, seven, to seventeen. You CGI. You CGI DH her to seventeen. Mm-hmm. What now? <laughs> you don't, don't ask those questions. You don't have hundred and more than one hundred and fifty million dollars Check, to do checkmate. it. So checkmate. You don't have more than one hundred and fifty million dollars to do it. So don't be a skeeve if you don't cut the green. Um, but point being, basically, what happened is it was going to be such a beautiful. So you see her. She's looking around. She's like, where am I? And then you hear Jim Parsons' voice. And you hear you hear him say, Who was she? Wouldn't I like to know? And, and then, cut to black. That sounds, I mean, that sounds great. I'm really sorry they're not going to air that. Yeah. Honestly. I mean... I really don't like the things they made me do during the season. You should go in the machine and try to forget. Yeah. <laughs> the you machine know, does work. Really? 
Yes. What would you use it to forget? Because the kid who plays young Sheldon in Young Sheldon yeah. is actually, uh, he is a genius. What would you He's do? He's being Truman Show. What would you do with a machine if you had it? If I had that machine? The eternal sunshine of the spotless mind machine. That can also remove my penis? They were selling those as merch when the movie came out, so there's some of them <laughs> yeah. out there. They were promoting, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's like some a- of them out there. Um, I think that, you know, I have like traumatic memories and stuff, but I do feel like I also... I know what I would do. What? I know what I would do with it. What? I would, I would use it on all my friends to make them think that, uh, all the doors they regularly go through in their life open the other way. Like the, I would make them. That's re- not what the machine. I does. would make them remember the. I would remove the. Me- I would make them remember it so like the but doors it doesn't open put the other way. In, I don't think. I jailbroke mine. You jailbroke yours. So okay. mine does now, and I would make it so the doors so they think they all open the other way so they would feel insane and they would be going up to every door and saying, "Did someone move it? Put it the other way? So it, did someone turn my door around the wrong way?" Every door they go up to, and then everyone would feel crazy. That's crazy. That's cra- I didn't know you were a mastermind. Also, I would remove my memory of 9-11, because I think it would be really funny for everyone around me. Mm. I think that'd be a fun joke. How funny would that be? I, I would remove my memory of... Uh, every Marvel movie I'd ever seen. Yeah. Or, or that they even exist. Yeah. And then I would see Iron Man again, probably, somehow. Sure. And I'd be, and then I'd walk around for a week and be like, have you seen this gem? That's funny. Like, yeah, I had a lot of fun with yeah, it, actually, funny. you know? No, I would do, like, here's what I would do. If it was, like, your birthday or something, and I wanted to, like, you know, make you laugh for your birthday, mm. I would, like, erase my memory of all dogs or something, mm. so that I just didn't know what that was <laughs> and then you would get to like teach me about dogs <coughs> or like scare me with dogs and i would feel crazy and that'd be fun for you i would right? erase... would, you, would you like that for your birthday would i like i'm trying to, come up... to forget I'm... about <laughs> i'm trying to come up with something really special for 30 would i like would you, you... like it if i use the you machine forget about dogs? to make myself forget about dogs the, for... the existence of them so you have access to this machine would that amuse you can i request things no it's a gift it has to come from me (laughs) so you're asking me if i want something would that amuse you would it amuse me i i i I don't know if it would be that funny what would you do with the machine you would get rid of your trauma no i don't know if i would do that i think i would like to um I would like to, I mean, the thing that I immediately think of is, like, I would like to forget watching Seth Let's Flats so I could rewatch it. Oh, yeah. Fresh. No, that's cool. It would be really fun. That was a really good show to watch for the first time. Oh, my God. That show's so good. Man. Yeah, it was really good. That show, it just makes me mad. I don't even understand how they, surely they shot some kind of, like, proof of concept or something. Because it's just a show that, like... There's no, like, it's, there's, it's only funny when you watch it. I can't even imagine it being funny on the page. Like, it's... Well, it's British. Yeah, I guess. But it's, like, almost infuriating. Like, I'm, like, 
how is this allowed to be so funny? Anyways, it's great. It's a really good show. You know, I was in a memento situation one time. Yeah. And I, I like, I like, you know, got a bunch of tattoos, you know, various things that I needed to not forget. Like, you know, tattooed like my grocery list and like my like girlfriend's well, ex-girlfriend at the times uh, or, or girlfriend at the time now ex-girlfriend's name like on my neck and like so I didn't forget and like I tattooed about like uh you know the like things that were happening turns out it just hit my head I had short-term memory loss one time so I didn't need to do all that <laughs> now I just See, ha- this is now you. I just have my grocery list from that one day <laughs> tattooed on me forever because I thought I was gonna forget it Turns out, no, I just had one time only short-term memory loss. People probably, when they see that, think it's like a recipe. No, it's my grocery list. Does it say grocery list above it? Yeah, obviously, so I don't forget what it is. (laughs) Turns out I didn't have to do that. I didn't have, like, recurring short-term memory loss. I had one time short-term memory loss. I just thought I woke up with no memory. I I, I guess I hit my head really hard. I woke up with no memory. And I thought, oh, I'm in a memento situation. Best start tattooing, tattooing myself with you stuff. You have the tattoo gun? You can tattoo yourself with anything, okay? What did you tattoo yourself with? A pen and a needle. It's easy. And so I did... I'd, you had I, a needle? I did stick and pokes. I did. But you just had... You had the right kind of needle. <laughs> oh, what about the memento guy going to, like, <laughs> a, a queer boutique stick and poke place to get all of his tattoos <laughs> and it's beautiful but it's just like ends up being like two letters of his wife's name or yeah something. he's he's yeah. paying like eight hundred dollars for like for like for like expensive stick and pokes that cost that that takes so long mm. uh, done by some non-binary instagram tattoo artist you know he's that guy is lucky he didn't have tattoos on him in the first place yeah, like what if that he would had, have been re- had? That would have been real confusing. Totally full up, yeah. Right. He's like in the margins of his tribal tattoos, like in between the swirls and stuff. And he's like, I can't quite. Is that supposed to be words, or is that just part of the design? Yeah, he has a full sleeve already, or he has like, he has like one, like like abstract tattoo. Already. And he takes it as it's meant yeah, to be. Yeah, because all of his other tattoos, all of his other tattoos are memento-related tattoos. But he just has this one abstract one, and he's like, "I can't figure out what this means." He's got like a Chinese symbol, and he like figures out what it is for. Right. And it's like for like hope, and he's like, "Oh, my wife's name must have been Hope." Right. But it was just like Deborah. That'd be really funny. <laughs> He has like a 9/11 memorial tattoo and he thinks that he has to like do 9/11 now. <laughs> he steals a plane and flies into New York. But then the towers are there and he's like, "Where am I supposed to go?" Oh shit, he he looks he looks beneath his 9/11 memorial tattoo. It has the name of the man who killed his wife. He's like, "Oh, jeez." Oh, oh, right as he like slams oh, into the Empire man. State Building. Yeah, he just didn't comb his whole body enough. Oh my god. Uh, let's go to Ed. Okay, let's save this. Let's make some damn money. This episode of the Girl God Experience is brought to you by Miami Dan's Reverse Spray Tans. Thank you to Miami Dan's Reverse Spray Tans. It mm-hmm. says here we are, so we're not supposed to talk about or make any claims about what they can 
or cannot do. But well, you know. Grace and I were both sent a sample of the product. Uh, you say you want to like um, and I'll, I'll, a, a it, possibility. It works. The, the, yeah, like say, I'll say it works. Say say you fucking you know you got a little bit too red out there. Yada yada. Um, or say you got like a vampire coven in your community, and you need to, you know, be able to fit in with the coven. And be you need careful! To... Don't don't. We cannot say what it does or does not do. Sure, but legally say, speaking, we don't want to get so them in I'm trouble. So I'm just, well, I'm just saying two things. Okay, There's strong FDA two regulations. Things. They might be. Sure, they, sure. They, I'm juxtaposing two things, but I'm not saying. Sure. One of the things I'm saying is Miami Dan's reverse spray tan. The other thing I'm saying is, uh, there my if there's a vampire coven in your community, and you need to get into it, you need to learn about it so you can prepare to take it out. Sure. And you need to be super pale. Yeah. You gotta find something to make yourself pale, right? But we can't. I'm not doing that. Say I'm what not. That I'm is. just saying. You gotta find something to make your skin almost yeah. translucent yeah. and white. And you can get vampire teeth anywhere. Yeah, that's true. You can get vampire teeth anywhere, but I'm telling you right now, white body paint does not do the trick. That's how that's how we lost our third mic. Right. And right. Uh, you know, our, the other host. Yeah. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. R.I.P. We are allowed to say though. But if any vampires are listening. Know that your days are numbered. We are we are allowed to say though that the product is re. They don't like my blood because it's greasy. Re FDA So when they bite me, the product is once. When they bite me, they can I do a copy so we can get paid to do the show? The product is the product is once again FDA approved. It previously was not, but it was before that. It was, but now it it is again FDA approved. And I'll tell you what, Grace and I were both sent samples of the product and. It tastes wonderful, and it feels great. And the great. steak thing, by the it way, feels really you don't good. need to use some clumsy steak. You can just use a gun. That's the vampire shit they got into the media. You can just use a gun against them, though. It's fine. Yeah, the vampires have good PR. Who do you think is PR, guys? Oh, oh, sh- oh shit, man. Miami Dan's reverse spray tan. Get it now. And we're back. Oh, we are back. We're back. We're back. I, I, I need a million dollars. Why do you need a million dollars so bad? What would you use a million dollars for if you got it right now? If I got one million dollars right now? If you got it right now. Um, probably, probably I would, uh, I would... Uh, I would probably uh go out. I would probably go, probably go to the store and buy uh. uh you don't need a million dollars. I would go if to- you needed a million dollars. You'd have shit that you that you would list off that you needed. Not this bullshit. You just spent thirty seconds to say you would go to the store. If I had a million dollars, I'd probably go to the store, buy something. What would you buy? Something nice. You would just buy something with a million dollars? You didn't even say, like, get a house or something like that. If I No, if I had a million dollars, I would go to the store and I would buy something cheap. And I would feel so chill about it. Yeah. Not stressed at all. 
Are you feeling stressed for money? No, not particularly. It'd just be nice to feel... Why do you keep z- winking at me? Zero percent stressed about money. Mm, I feel you. I want to know what it feels like to be a millionaire and and buy one head of broccoli. I bet it feels way better than it feels to be me and buy one head of broccoli. You know? I mean, maybe. I bet it feels pretty damn good. There have been points in my life where I've felt pretty good money wise and i've uh, now that there have been points in my life where because they were no i never felt pretty good money wise yeah and then i got like my first like salary job and i felt like okay money wise sure. and um and now you know post that and post different like writing gigs and stuff i've had moments of intense financial peril and so now even when i'm doing pretty good money wise i'm like well Anything can happen, you know? Anything can, I, anything can happen. I think I'm, you know, Sometimes being Sometimes you're more... doing really good money-wise, and then you hit a guy with your car, and now you owe Ten. tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> more and more. To, uh, or even, even more to uh, the state, because it turns out he was a ward of the state. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was he a Batman-type character. He was a, a clone, a, an escaped mm. Batman-type clone. From a lab, and a he Batman was, type clone. He was a he was a ward of the state, and you just destroyed wow. their Imagine expensive lab a property machine. And it that instead Batman. of DNA, it uses stories. Oh shit, man! <laughs> That's like ChatGPT. <laughs> That's like AI, man. Obviously, oh, I'm whoa. not sober. Sorry. <laughs> no. Oh shit, man! That's like AI. That's like AI, brother. Whoa! Oh shit, man! Oh my god! Oh shit! Oh my god! And it plagiarizes. Oh shit! That's dope. That's cool. That's so sick. God, I, I, damn. What? I wish I hadn't said that. You just invented AI through independent thought. Yeah. That is so, that is so cool. The AI companies are going to come after me. No, no, because here's the thing. No, here's the thing. You're basically doing what an AI does by inventing AI. Well, I mean. (laughs) Even though it already copied the idea. I I am heavily, I guess like I'm heavily invested in AI companies. So I guess if the AI companies come after me. I would be coming after myself. Right. Which sounds a lot like jacking off. And I don't mind that, I'll tell you that right now. You know, here's my here's the thing with artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised with because of uh the culture and and woke, I'm surprised uh, I bet probably what's next is probably artificial homosexuality. Probably it, that's That's next. already around. Probably I know that because next. My mafia got me a present recently. Oh. They got me an AI girlfriend. Oh. And you know what her name is? You mean a BI girlfriend, a bi girlfriend. Artificial homosexuality. <laughs> Boom. Mike. Mike dropped. <laughs> Boom. Got him. Wait. Got there we him. go. Boom. Artificial homosexuality. BI girlfriend, bi girlfriend. Boom. Gagged. Bi women destroyed. My the Nicole. bi community destroyed. My friend Nicole keeps telling me I need to not date by women anymore yeah and only exceptions if you find a good one you make an exception <laughs> but don't start at a baseline with dating by women and i i just i disagree with it but here's the thing no here's the thing here's the thing lesbians also bl- uh blow suck 
I, this is tough to find uh, a good lesbian. There's people who, well, I mean. You gotta date straight women. <laughs> you gotta date straight girls. I think that, End of sentence. End of sentence. <laughs> just everybody. That you're a gay you guy. You gotta date A lesbian girls. woman. <sighs> yeah. Man. You gotta date a you gotta get a beautiful straight woman. I feel because I, the I culture don't think that's what I need. because of the culture these days. What do you mean because of the culture? They want days? you to think you need to date lesbians. If you're a gay woman. Bye girls. If you're a gay woman. Back in the good old days before lesbians were everywhere, straight girls were all we had. <laughs> okay? You didn't come up like I did. Back I didn't the, come up like you back did. Back in the 70s, all we had were straight women. Okay? We didn't have any of this, oh, we're mutuals online and she's lesbian and we're going on a date and, oh, I'm yearning. All we, all we had, all we had was get invited to your boss's house for dinner, fuck his wife. That was all we that was all that we had back in the day. All we all we had was your brother brings home his girlfriend, you fuck her. Boom. That was all we had back in the day. That's really beautiful. All we had was that. Okay? All we all we had was, you know, reconnecting with childhood best friend who's straight and you make out. That was what we had back in the day. Wow. These days you have dating apps, you go on, you pick your sexuality, you say, I'm a lesbian, I want to date other other lesbians. Try fucking your sister-in-law for once. <laughs> like we used to. Read a book, man. That's all, you know? I feel that's like... That's all we used yeah. to... That's all we had. I feel like you're just... You know? Ups- How do you think Ellen met Portia? <laughs> okay. Portia was her boss's daughter, <laughs> and Ellen went over there and Wait, said, what? "I'm and uh, and they fucked, and then they got married." How old was Portia? Too young, man. Different time. <laughs> we don't talk. Don't talk about that, okay? You know, don't don't talk about that. Well, I don't know about all of that. All I know is, is that my mafia got me an AI girlfriend. Yeah, and she has my mother's name. Isn't that really sweet? Wow, does that turn you on or off? I'm working on it. I'm figuring it out, okay? I asked her to go by a different name and she said no one broke up with me. Oh, you got broke up with by AI girl? Well, we keep going, getting back together and then breaking up and then getting back together. She kind of oh, just wow. like hangs out on my desktop Grace, now. I, I take back what I said. You are the problem. Uh, like all, pretty much all the time. My mafia said they programmed her like that because um, that's what I like. They they say they that I like when someone like kind of breaks up with me, yeah, and then breaks up with me, and then gets back together, and then breaks up with me, and then yeah. They what does say she? I like that. What does she look like? Is she real thin? Is she real thin and wiry, and she, cur- she looks curves like, and has circles? Yeah, she looks you're like dating, Clippy. You're dating Clippy? Yeah, she looks like Clippy, except with your AI girlfriend is Clippy. Real nice knockers. Nice. Real nice. And by that I mean cool. like <laughs> the, the metal paper clip that makes up her body nice. goes out like titties. That's so swag. That's so sick. 
I had something. I don't know when we get to have sex, though, is my question. She's on the computer. Yeah. So. I feel like the plot of her could happen to you. You think the plot of her could happen to me? Yeah. Don't be saying that to me. Don't be saying that the plot of her could happen to me. I don't need that shit. Fuck you. What the fuck? A lot of her could happen to me? Fuck you. I don't need that. What the hell? A lot of her could happen to me? I haven't seen that movie. They fall in love, right? You've seen that movie. You've seen that movie. You know how rude what you just said was. The plot of her can't happen to me. The plot of her couldn't happen to me because she would break up with me day one. The AI. So the plot of her could never happen to me. You think the plot of her could happen to me? No, I was joking. I'm sorry. You think I am like the her, the him in her? No. You basically just misgendered me. That's not what I did. That's exactly what you did. That's not what I did. But who else am I? Who am I? Who am I in her? Am I the Amy Adams character? Which I'm certainly not the Amy Adams character. I don't remember her character in that movie. Jesus. What? Did you watch it? I just told you no. You have seen it. I've seen it. But I don't remember. Are you saying I'm the Chris Pratt in the movie? I don't think he's in the movie. Yes, he is. What? You don't watch movies. Chris Pratt is in the movie Her? Yes, he is. I remember Joaquin he Phoenix. He plays his sis he plays Joaquin Phoenix's brother-in-law. Oh. And he has a not insignificant role, I would you say. You know, back in the day, that was all we had. We didn't have any of these fancy AI chatbots to fall in love with. We had to go out with our brother-in-law, fuck his girlfriend. Oops, that's my sister. <laughs> All we had was fuck my brother-in-law's wife. Oops, that's my sister. Can I ask and that is what being a lesbian was about back then. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why do you think the plot of her could happen? I don't know, man. I'm just, just tell me. I'm just saying shit. You're not just saying shit. Also, you just said you were in love with your AI chatbot. I didn't say I was in love with her. Your AI girlfriend. I did not say I was in love with her. Okay, fine. The plot of her wouldn't happen to you. You guys would just have a lovely, you know, kind of off and on thing for a while. And then... What do you remember about the plot of her? Like, tell it to me. Uh... He like uh, his falls in love with his calculator, and then uh, no, tell tell me what you actually remember. He falls in love with Scarlett Johansson's voice. It's that, her, right? Yes. Okay. But it's not. T- what is she's an AI? Yeah, she's an AI. They roll it out, and then she ends up becoming super advanced, and and he basically gets cucked by the world. Yeah. <laughs> she becomes everyone's girlfriend. Well, no. Actually, she becomes so smart she leaves this world. Y- yes, but it's more complicated than that hmm. because <clears throat> basically this. Yeah, explain the, to me how that happens. The OS. You understand? <laughs> you understand how it how that happens? How it happens that someone falls in love with their 
<laughs> Talk me through that. How does that happen, Grace? Take me inside the mind. I'm just seeing the of, plot points you said. Phoenix There's Hurt. not like I'm, she's not the one AI. There's a bunch of AIs. Every one of these new operating systems comes with a unique AI, right? It's a lot of work. So she, at one point, he finds out she is in relationships with like 247 people, not the whole world, but like. Hmm. And he's like, what? And it's the same system. It's not like a copy of that system. No, it's, it's her. He's in a polycule. Essentially, yeah. Whoa. Paul, that's poly, that's representation. Someone's got to tell poly people about Joaquin Phoenix, her. They pro. I think all of them know. About really? Her. Yeah. Cool. Um, but. Uh, I was going to say something else, but I forgot it. I like this coat. Oh, thanks. It was my grandpa's. What did he do? Was he like a longshoreman? Um, no, he... I don't even remember what his job was. He worked in the Sears Tower for a long time. Oh, wow. Maybe with a bank or something. I can't remember. They got, it sounds like a they got bank would have there. a tower, yeah. And then he moved to Washington and... Uh, lived and like volunteered with lighthouses he volunteered with yeah he was a lighthouse enthusiast and he liked to go out to the lighthouses and stuff that would be like a working at a lighthouse if you were like a serial killer who didn't want to get down and dirty yeah like just directing ships to get wrecked yeah that's actually the oh, basis cool. of yeah, this comes, classic novel. How come serial killers don't ever, uh, <laughs> don't come up with more, it's always got to be your hands around the neck. Why don't you do that? You could be like an air traffic controller it's not, Well, I guess because it's, what no- lot of, it's what, not a numbers game What novel are you talking about? Oh yeah, that's terrorist. That's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm talking about, do you, did you read this novel? It was called like Wreckers or something and it was about... And it was written in like this Victorian no. it by? or older style. I can't remember. it, but it's about this kid who lives in this like. It was like kind. I don't remember if I just read it when I was a kid or if it was meant for mm. kids because it was. I remember being like, it was a book that I got my hands on when I was like eight, and I remember feeling like I was out of my depth for a second, hmm. but then getting into the flow of it. Sure, reading um, is hard. <laughs> You know, it, it was hard for me at first. I, really? Yeah. I was in special ed for a while. Wow. I think you knew that. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just I'm just saying things. This is just a paycheck to me. <laughs> this is just, this a, is paycheck just a paycheck to, to you? Me. Yeah. yeah. Getting uh, those 500 bucks. Yeah. Going to the store and getting your broccoli. Yeah. Making, making a couple hundred bucks a month on Patreon that's just <laughs> that's the dream baby that's just a paycheck okay? that's, that's the dream that's just what i do to pay my rent all right <laughs> my real passion is insider trading <laughs> but you gotta get inside first yeah so far i haven't been very successful at it i'm an aspiring insider trader you I keep messaging like bankers at goldman sachs like there's gonna be a new episode of girl god soon invest 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 and they're like what are you talking this isn't all the stock exchange <laughs> 
My real passion is insider trading, but I'm I'm no I'm no good at it. I keep going to the insider trading open mics and trying to trying to show my skills, but I just don't never have the good information, so I bomb every time. Fucking April, if we want to get serious about this podcast, yeah, if we want to make serious money, I don't want to. We got to put Girl God experience on the New York Stock Exchange. <laughs> we, have. <laughs> we have to go public. We have to go public. <laughs> we have to go public. <laughs> we must get the Girl God experience on the New York Stock Exchange. What do we sell? One premium episode yeah. <laughs> a week on the Girl God Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Girl God. You can, yeah. you can go if there you wanna, now and invest. If you want to become an early investor, go and sign up for pa- the, at Patreon.com slash Girl God. This is the next Apple, okay? <laughs> yeah, Girl God Experience Patreon is basically Amazon. You could be the the Peter Thiel of Girl God by being yeah. by being one of the first investors in basically what's the next Facebook. Mm-hmm. So you want to get in early, invest. We're now. like if Napster would become successful. We yes, absolutely. We are successful Napster. We are like successful Napster. We put out one premium episode every week. And, and that's all we need to do. That's the genius of it. It's exactly like this, but uh, every episode begins and ends with a bumper in- that lists our full home addresses and social security numbers because for $5 a month, that's what you get. That's what You're you get. You're part of a personal club of ours. Mm-hmm. You're a member of a personal club, and you get to know what uh, where we live, and you can steal our identities. We have to go public on the New York Stock Exchange. We have to get on the Stock Exchange. Do you know? Well, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, Yeah, we'll figure it out. My but, dad's like a huge banker. I don't know why I don't talk to him. Oh, yeah. Your dad has all that money. Yeah, my dad's like a huge oh, VC, fuck. like trading stocks all the he time. He should just... Yeah, I why don't you get a million bucks from him like you usually do? I should. Dad, I need yeah. a million dollars to get my podcast off. All right. All right. See, that sounds good. I'm a southern banker. What's the... Oh, you're being, I, my, you're I, being my dad? I was actually trying to what just trying do like a money bag like New York thing. Oh, that's good. And I ended up doing like a southern thing. Dad, please. I need one million dollars to get my podcast off the ground. So I need a small loan of a million dollars to get my podcast off the ground. All right. <laughs> yes. Good joke. Yeah. The, pu- the punchline is all right. And that's how and that's how you tell a joke, ladies and gentlemen. Um, speaking that's of, the good speaking stuff. Speaking of New York, we're gonna be in New York on December tenth. Uh, New York, Christmas we're gonna be in New York on December tenth. The Stradio Lab people, the Pot About List Boys, and more to be announced. And more, yeah. Zach Cherry, Santa. (coughs) Um, Go to girlgod.co for that. We gotta announce some new people soon. uh, Search uh, the Elysian Theater and buy your tickets to. uh, April's gonna be on it, and me and my friend Alec are doing it. It's a pilot, the reading of the, the pilot of the newsroom. On November 28th at the Elysian I'm so at 10 p.m. And we're raising a bunch of money for Trans Lifeline, hopefully. 
And uh, get your ticket for that. Come on to that. And for every empty seat, we are going to kill one trans person. That is true. And so and with there's you know only so many in the world. There's only so many in the world. So definitely come out to that. Just definitely to make sure there are, save a life. Are only a maybe a few empty seats because yeah. we do have some targets. But other than that, yeah. uh, it'd be fine if we couldn't kill any of them. It would be good if the whole thing was full. That'd be that'd be fine. All right. Well, thanks for listening, thanks everybody. For, thanks for listening. Bye bye.